Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Are your wiper blades chattering, skipping, or squeaking? Don't let streaks or smearing on your windshield compromise your visibility. When it's time to replace your wiper blades, stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts and see our selection. Our professional parts people will even install your new wiper blades while you wait. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. The secret to catching prize-worthy fish? Fishing like a local. Jonas Knox here with Fishing Booker. The valuable knowledge of a local guide can turn a fishing trip of no bites into the best catch of the day. Go to fishingbooker.com to discover thousands of local fishing charters from all around the world and create your perfect angling adventure with their easy-to-use online booking system. Visit fishingbooker.com and book your trip today. Fishing Booker. Fishing trips made easy. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Thanks for listening to the best of Outkick the Coverage podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning from 6 to 9 a.m. Eastern, 3 to 6 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for Outkick the Coverage at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every morning on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. This is the best of Outkick the Coverage with Clay Travis on Fox Sports Radio. Dub, as we get closer and closer to tea time in Augusta. I think one of the most entertaining stories that is out there is the mad genius that is DeChambeau. Bryson, like we have no idea what exactly he's going to look like. And I don't know, Dub, if you saw the video, but there was a video of him on the practice range. I saw it. Just hammering. It was I mean, just absolutely. Like I, when I watched that video, VJ Singh was like standing beside him like in like like in disbelief and when I saw that I thought to myself am I have they sped up the video or is he actually swinging that fast and that hard and and they're like no no that's real and so I I just I love this guy I like when people disrupt you know sort of stayed organizations and it certainly is the case that DeChambeau's like the guy who shows up at the uh at the normal kind of quiet pool party and just decides to run and do a cannonball in, right? Like everybody else is kind of swimming around quietly. Like, or, you know, it's just like, if you've ever been to one of those pool parties where nobody's actually in the water and everybody's kind of just standing around the edge of the pool party. And then DeChambeau is just like going to jump in and there's a huge, like there's splash that goes everywhere. That seems to me to be like him right now. Well, he's the scene in Caddyshack where all the caddies get to go to the pool for 15 minutes, right? Yeah. And they are just totally disrupting everybody's peaceful, quiet time. But you're right. The way he's swinging the club in that video clip, he looks like one of the long drive competitors. Like he is literally swinging as hard as he can. And his swing speed is like just off the charts. 
even compared to the tour pros. Like, it's unbelievable. Now, do I think he's going to be swinging like that in the actual tournament? Probably not, but you can't totally rule it out. I mean, there's some par fives at Augusta National that are totally gettable. 13 in particular, if he turns the corner on the par 5 13th and hits one good and hits it in the fairway, I mean, he he could have 100 yards into a par 5. Like, that is totally possible. What's wild about this to me, the wildest, I would say, is he's now moved up to the co-favorite at FanDuel alongside of Dustin Johnson. And let me mention this to everybody out there. We've been mentioning it all week long. Right now, if you go to FanDuel.com slash Clay and you bet on Jordan Spieth, on Rory McIlroy, and or on Dustin Johnson, you pick one of them to make the cut, then you get back $100. That's a 20-to-1 payout. A $5 bet turns into $100. That is a tremendous value. Uh, and uh, I'd encourage everybody to go to FanDuel.com slash Clay. you got about an hour left uh, until tea time begins to be able to get that bet in uh, if you uh, are able to. FanDuel.com slash Clay. So you are, you are bullish on the Bryson DeChambeau hype that has now led him to the co-favorite alongside of Dustin Johnson right now at FanDuel to win the Masters this weekend. Well, you say hype, but when you think back to November when last year's Masters was played, the hype was truly off the charts. It was the only thing people were talking about. I think he was like 6-1 to one to win uh, in November, which was just totally ridiculous, and he barely made the cut. Now, I don't know if you'll remember this, but one of his tee shots, I believe it was on the third hole uh, early in the week, he hits the ball, it lands in the rough, but they just never found the ball. It, must, yeah. it got embedded into the ground, basically buried itself because he hit it so hard and high that they never found the ball. He ended up making triple bogey there. So that, I mean, that was one of the worst breaks I've ever seen on a golf course. But this year, he's got another year under his belt. And I mentioned yesterday, the Augusta National is the course where experience matters the most and your past results matter the, matter the most. I really could see him being there on Sunday afternoon. I didn't personally bet him, but if he's getting the green jacket put on him by Dustin Johnson on Sunday evening, I would not be surprised one bit. You know, it's interesting, too, because I think he's great for golf, right? Because polarization, whether people want to believe it or not, conflict is the reason why we consume most content. And some of you are out there and you're like wrinkling your faces. You're like, what are you talking about? Conflict is is what is the fuel for virtually every story that exists in the world. And let me explain what I mean. You wouldn't watch a superhero movie if there wasn't an arch enemy of that superhero competing against him. Superman without Lex Luthor is a pretty boring dude. Batman without the Joker doesn't really have a lot of sizzle or sex appeal. Right now, who is a villain in golf, right? I think Bryson, there's not a lot of great villains in sports in general because all these athletes have gotten so uh, wussified because of their social media. They're afraid of the comments that they'll get and the mean things that people might say about them. Uh, Wrestling, and actually we're going to talk to The Miz. Uh, I'm going to WrestleMania this weekend. I love wrestling because there's a heel. There's a guy who is willing to play the role of bad guy and they do it so well it used to exist in sports all the time right like if you go back and and think about it reggie miller was a great heel charles barkley was willing to be a great heel uh uh, rick mahorn remember rick mahorn everybody hated rick mahorn 
relatively speaking, a lot of those hateable stars don't really exist now. Uh, Bill Lambeer, his entire campaign was predicated on being hated. In fact, the entire Detroit Pistons were willing to be the bad guy to Michael Jordan's good guy in many ways. And I feel like DeChambeau, he may be a great dude. I know nothing about him. I don't have any personal relationship with with very many golfers. But I feel like he's leaning into that villain role. Don't you feel like that a little bit? Like, And maybe villain is the wrong uh, phrase exactly. But he's definitely leaning into the idea of being a mad scientist. Oh, well, there's no doubt. And when you think of the sport of golf in general, change is not really a word that comes to the top of the list. You know, it takes a while for the, the style to adjust and, and so on. But there's two guys really not named Tiger Woods, and I'm not comparing these two guys to Tiger Woods in, in, in the sense of them moving the needle. But Bryson DeChambeau and Jordan Spieth right now are the two guys that people who don't typically watch golf are tuning in to watch this weekend because Bryson DeChambeau is hitting the ball further than we've ever seen a player at this level hit the ball. And Jordan Spieth is back from a four-year hiatus coming to a course where he's won in the past and come awfully close a couple other times. Without those two guys uh, this week, I'm not sure there's a ton of interest in this tournament at all from the yeah, casual in general, fan. Because Tiger provokes a lot of reaction. Uh, most people, I think, are Tiger fans, but he still provokes a lot of reaction. Are people really strongly uh, allied one way or the other with the Rory McIlroys and the Justin Thomases and the uh, Xander Shuffleys and the, you know, like, I just don't feel like there's anybody. Sergio had a little bit of a, a villain component to him, right, where people were willing to, uh, to believe uh, negative things about him. But there aren't that many you know, sort of golfers who are comfortable wearing the black hat at all. Well, there's one in particular, and that's Patrick Reed. There's yeah, a lot of people. Everybody hates Patrick but Reed. But it's hard to be a true villain. I mean, it sounds but weird to say. But do people really like Patrick Reed? That's what I'm Reed about to say. Too? Like, there's really nobody that likes Patrick Reed. Like, 80 to 90 to maybe 95% of golf fans just really don't like the guy because he's had cheating scandals in his past, which is a big no no for golf, obviously. And we had something like that occur just a couple months ago at a tournament that he ended up winning by five strokes. But there's just not a whole lot likable about the guy. Yeah, and I think that kind of ties in with a lot of times if you're a good villain, people, you have a certain fan base for you, right? Uh, but by which I mean that you may be unlikable, but you're so unlikable that people start to re- respect the swagger that you play with. And I don't feel like that's true with Patrick Reed. I do feel like it could be true with DeChambeau. Yeah, he's changing the game. And look, I'm kind of on the fence with DeChambeau. There's been moments where I really just don't care for him, but he's growing on me. I have to admit, over the past basically six months, he's really grown on me, and I don't have a problem with it. And I think he's he's good for the game. This is Outkick the Coverage with Clay Travis. Hey, it's Jonas Knox, and you know O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, o o o O'Reilly, who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free, in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield 
windshield wipers replaced, a brake light fix, or a quick service, they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help. Whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice, you'll find the employees at O'Reilly Auto Parts are knowledgeable, helpful, and best of all, friendly. And by the way, I was just at O'Reilly not that long ago, within the last month, and guess what? Needed some help with the alternator, had some questions with the batteries, they helped me right away, and did it right there in the parking lot. The professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. All right, game off. we got to pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You already talked about that, but there's just so much good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much to get. Unique stickers you can trade with friends to complete albums for big prizes. Cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. Hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their new unique mini-games like Digging for Treasure or a Robot Pachinko Machine. And there's always new timed events that help you win big like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go, so get off the bench and go download it now free on Google Play or the App Store. Game on! What's the secret to catching prize-worthy fish in exotic waters? Learning to fish like a local with Fishing Booker. Hey, Jonas Knox here with Fishing Booker. There's only one way to turn a fishing trip of no bites into the best catch of the day, and that's with the valuable knowledge of a local guide. With FishingBooker.com, you have the world's largest booking platform of local fishing guides right at your fingertips. Use Fishing Booker's easy-to-use online booking system and discover thousands of local fishing charters from around the world ready to share their tricks of the trade. Create your perfect fishing experience and search for charters by location, species, salt versus freshwater, and more. Plus, it's smooth sailing with Fishing Booker's simple online payment method. You'll always fish with confidence when you start fishing like a local. Start your angling adventure now with Fishing Booker. Visit FishingBooker.com and book your trip today. Fishing Booker. Fishing trips made easy. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Firestone tires. Shipped fast and free to a recommended installer near you or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation they'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site it doesn't get much easier than that go to tirerackcom sports to see their firestone test results tire ratings and consumer reviews and be sure to check out all the current special offers great tires and a great deal what more could you ask for that's tirerackcom sports tirerack.com the way tire buying should be Jeff, I know you get out on the golf course every now and then. Will you have interest in watching the Masters uh, starting here in a little bit? 
Yeah, I'll watch the matches. I don't know if I'll bet on it. I mean, you know, I, I, maybe I'm just kind of like a one of those, you know, like old school people. Like, I, I just miss like when Tiger's not playing. I don't think I have an attachment to golf quite the same as when Tiger's not. You know, excuse me, when Tiger is playing. So I'll, I'll watch the golf. I don't know if I'll bet on it. I always, I'm not very good at like basically future bets. I mean, these are essentially what they are, right? You're just betting on something to win a tournament. I'm like, I'm terrible at those, man. I don't have ever won. I don't win them very often. So I don't, I don't, I like more like my action to happen now. So I might, I might bet some, some groups or something, but I'll, I'll watch them. I mean, it's the Masters. Like, why would you not watch it? Yeah, I agree. A hundred percent. Speaking of Tiger, we're going to talk about this a little bit. We haven't talked about it much on the show. I'll talk about it in the next segment. You live in LA. Uh, obviously we had you on to talk about uh, when we talked to you that week, we talked about the Tiger incident. Does the traffic accident, the, the fact that he was driving 85 basically in a 45 accelerating into an accident, does that seem strange to you? Does there seem like the fact that it would take this long for all this info to come out? Well, originally they said that he was late to an appearance, and that's why yeah. he was in that area. So that makes more sense. If he's late to an appearance, he's just rushing to get there, and he's going very fast. I mean, that makes sense. If it was just like a – a Sunday stroll, he was trying to go to breakfast. I think that was kind of weird. But if, you know, if we're late to an event, most of us are speeding to get there. So that, that's not, it's not that surprising. Um, but, you know, it's been taking a while to get, to, to get details. I'm just glad that he wasn't impaired and the story isn't bigger than that. So, I mean, I just, it's, it sucks, man. But, um, I don't know, we've all been speeding to get to an event. I mean, that's 40 miles an hour over. It's a lot more than maybe I'd be comfortable with. But, hey, I mean, He's late to an event. He's got to get there. We're talking to Jeff Schwartz. Follow him on Twitter. You are down in Dallas but right now, but you have been working on a new – basically, it's like quarterback camp except for offensive linemen. Tell me about it. Yeah, so it should be on the next couple of weeks. It'll be on Fox Sports on the digital side. And, um, yeah, I'm now back in Dallas. We actually filmed this a couple of weeks ago in Dallas as well, and we did one guy in Los Angeles. So – you know, I just got the idea, like, offensive line play is very misunderstood, and I like talking about it and teaching it. And teaching it. So I got together with some, you know, some people at Fox. I was like, hey, can we, can we do this idea? And it came together very fast. It's pretty awesome that um, they're able to, to make it work this quickly, and I'm pumped to be a part of this, um, and we're going to make it great. You're going you're to come away um, knowing a lot more about offensive linemen, offensive line play than I think you ever – could have guessed, and people are going to have a lot of fun being part of it. We're talking to Jeff Schwartz. Um, all right, the Deshaun Watson story. Did you watch any of the uh, accusations being now made publicly by uh, by the women, two of them, I believe, who are, are accusing him of sexual assault? Did you watch any of that video? I did not watch it, but I kept up on what was happening. So, I mean, I, 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 kinda, I, I read the, you know, the transcripts. So, I mentioned enough. As a player now, all right, so uh, Nike and Beats by Dre, like everybody now in the wake of this woman going public and telling her story are pulling their endorsements away from uh, Deshaun Watson. The Houston Texans have issued a statement basically deploring the allegations against him. They haven't really taken a step yet. What do you expect that most Houston Texans players are thinking right now as you are in April, the draft is at the end of the month. I think it's fair to say that it's highly unlikely that Deshaun Watson is participating in any kind of team events for the next several months. What, what do you think players are thinking? What would you be thinking if you were on the offensive line uh, associated with Deshaun Watson? Yeah. 
you know, I think there's going to be half the players think he's innocent, um, half think he's probably guilty, um, and really nothing's going to change that unless it goes to, you know, to the court. I think if you're a player on that team, you're worried that your quarterback won't be there this season, right? And, again, if you think he's innocent, you're pissed about it. If you think he's guilty, you're probably pissed about it too, right, that, that he ended up being a scumbag. Uh, the thing that I – can't get over. We talked about this, I think, a couple weeks ago, is that now there's been 41 masseuses, right? They've said that 20 that I believe um, uh, are 21, right? Or whatever number there is. 22, I think, is the official. And the numbers keep changing, but I think it's around 22 right now. So over, over 40. So 22 that have accused him of a sexual uh, misconduct. And then another, was it 20 that came forward and said that he was gentlemanly and right and, and, and nothing happened? That that's a lot of masseuses, all right. So yeah. I think we need to kind of get. I think we need to get over the idea that he was using these women for their work. Like, I, if you if you are a professional athlete, and even a guy like me, who I'm not Deshaun Watson, I'm not a bazillionaire. I can't just you know I, I don't ha- I can't afford to have someone live with me full time. But I had one massage therapist in New York. I had one in Kansas City. I have one now. When you find the person that works best for you, you keep them for many reasons. One is that they get to know your body, right? So one week they work on your hamstring, and next week they feel the same as that hamstring and can see how it responded to the week of practice, to what they've done, and you find that person and you stay with them. So the idea that he had 40 masseuses, he wasn't – he wasn't using them for, for therapeutic reasons, right? He wasn't calling them up to say, hey, can you fix my hamstring? It was probably just trying to hook up with them, right? Like, I think that's fair to say sometimes. Now, I, I guess he did use some of them for massages, but just it's odd. That, the therapy part of this is odd because I cannot recall another athlete that has used so many massage therapists in four years. It, it's very odd from a therapeutic perspective. Um, and and look, you think a I'm, lot of athletes would hear those numbers and be like, something else was going on here like well, even yeah. more so than your average person out there i think hears you know 40 50 masseuses whatever it is uh and they think it sounds strange you think your average athlete would think based on what they know about what has to what they have to do to get their bodies ready that would sound even stranger to your average athlete than it might sound to your average person to us listening right now yeah and look, it just sounds like he was hitting up girls on, on Instagram, like like other athletes do, right? Or, or any other single person or whoever, if you're married, good luck yeah. doing that. So also but, some athletes like, that might also be married yeah. hitting up girls on Instagram, yeah. but yeah. So, so like, so like it just, that's what it sounds like he was doing. Now, um, and, and again, he wasn't using these women for therapeutic reasons, because again, if you find someone you like, you tend to stick with them. So um, look, it's, it's a very complicated situation right now as far as what the NFL does. I, I think I saw today that normally Roger Adele doesn't put um, anyone on the on the commission exemplist for the season starts. There's really no point in doing that right now, especially because they're not even going in the building right now. But um, the NFL has been um, they've been quick to punish in the past. Yes. And I'm curious if they're going to do anything now. It's, it's very complicated, right? I mean, it's not been um, – you know, it's not gone through the criminal justice system yet. Um, you know, you, again, you have 22 women saying he did something. You have 20 saying he didn't. Um, I don't know what the NFL is going to do about it. I, I don't – the NFL's in a tough spot. The, the, the Houston Texans are in an almost impossible spot because they've gone from the guy they thought was going to win them a Super Bowl – 
uh, you know, back when they signed him to a $160 million extension it was, which was just Bastet back in September, uh, to now having a trade demanded. And you're like, okay, we don't want to trade him, but I'm sure there was a lot of interest because he's a 25-year-old star quarterback to now wondering not only is uh, Deshaun Watson not going to be playing for you, but he might not be playing for anyone, and you're kind of left here with no really good options going forward. Yeah, and, and they're kind of in a bad state because they don't have any draft picks. Yeah, um, no first or second like round they, draft I, pick they're, right now. They're, they're in a bad spot. And, and I think that you know I had said for a while, I didn't think they were going to trade him this year, and I still think that that's, that's probably what's going to happen. They were not going to trade him, but now they're definitely not going to trade him. Right? I mean, there's no one who's going to sign him, so there's no point even – Going down, I mean, no, so no one will trade for him right now. There's no point in going down that road. No one's going to trade for a player who might be on the commissioner's exempt list. So um, it's you know it, again from just a football perspective, it kind of puts you know the the Texans in a big bind here uh, about what to do at quarterback position. Again, this will this will work its you know this will work itself out in the legal in the legal system, and, and NFL will will do something about it at some point. Are you optimistic in any way that uh, – let's shift gears here. Speaking of another quarterback, Sam Darnold traded from the Jets to the Panthers. You live in Charlotte. Are you optimistic at all that Sam Darnold is a good fit for the Panthers? Do you think he can be their version of Ryan Tannehill? Can he redeem himself and prove he's still a top-caliber quarterback in the NFL? Well, it's a big coaching change for him in, in, in a positive way, right? Go from Adam Gates to, to Joe Brady, who we know was uh, an architect of Joe Burrow's big season at LSU. And, you know, still something to prove, I think, in the NFL side with Matt Rule and, and Joe Brady. But we saw from the Panthers last year is, is they're, they're going to play hard. Um, they're going to um, they're gonna give it their all, and they're just really young. And so I think Darnold adds an, an element um, of kind of hope to that team. I think that he fits – what they want to do offensively. We saw, you know, like I said, Joe Burrow in, the, in that offense. So that kind of is what Sam Darnold is. It's more, you know, he's more that than, than, than Teddy Bridgewater. So I'm excited to see to see him go. I think it should be a good reboot for him. He's there for two years at least. They picked up his fifth-year option. And, uh, we, you know, we have two years to find out. If, if you were to become good, we have to continue to change the way we think about quarterbacks and, and put a lot more of it on coaching because I think for a long time – you know, guys just failed and we just accepted they failed because they sucked. And I think we're getting to a point now where guys can fail and then, oh, they have better coaching and all of a sudden, not not that they're great, but that they're just much better, right? They can play. We saw it with Ryan Tannehill. Um, and just a, a better coach can, can make you a better player at, at that position. And I, I mean, if, if Sam does this, then – Again, I think we have to kind of reevaluate how we look at, at evaluating quarterbacks uh, when they're not very good. We also may have to consider – it used to be that quarterbacks got a long time to figure out if they were the guy or not, if they were a first-round pick. Just in recent history, Schwartz, we've had Josh Rosen kick to the curb after a year in Arizona. Dwayne Haskins yeah. didn't finish a second season in, uh, in, uh, in Washington. And now Sam Darnold – even with all, all of his injury issues, three years and he's gone, that's pretty crazy, right, for guys that have had this kind of money yeah. invested in them to be gone this fast. We're seeing a change in the NFL. I think it started with what you mentioned, Josh Rosen, uh, and really with what the Chiefs did with Pat Mahomes too, is 
you know, you give a couple years, maybe three years, and you realize it's not your guy, you move on. And for, again, for a long time in the NFL, you were stubborn to move away from a guy you drafted. It was looked at as, as a sign of, of, of weakness, of failure, and it still is. I mean, you know, the Jets fail with Sam Darnold. There's no way about it. But now they get Zach Wilson, right? So they get to reboot themselves very quickly. And we're just seeing teams say, hey, man, we're going to find our guy. You know, I, I think, Clay, it's very easy to, to make the case that a team should draft a quarterback every year until they find one. Like, it's that important of a position. Um, and so that's what teams are doing now. They're like, hey, man, it's that important position. We need to go. We we need to go find someone, and let's go do it. We if Darnold's not our guy, all right. Josh Rosen's not our guy. If Alex Smith is not our guy, let's go find our guy. We're talking to Jeff Schwartz. Uh, what as we move forward? It now seems clear that number one overall in the wake of the trade of Sam Darnold, number one is going to be Trevor Lawrence to the Jags. Number two is going to be Zach Wilson to the Jets. If you were in the San Francisco 49er organization right now, and I know you haven't broken down film of quarterbacks like you do of offensive linemen, but Trey Lance, uh, you've got uh, Justin Fields and also Mac Jones. Who to you is going to be their pick? Who should be their pick? Well, we've got Schefter and, and, and Daniel Jeremiah talking about Mac Jones being their pick. All I'll say about this is is I just don't understand the reasoning. So people have said, well, Shanahan likes Matt Ryan types or Kirk Cousins types. And, you know, Kirk Cousins was, was his dad in Washington, and we've always had rumors he wanted to trade for Cousins and wanted to trade for Jimmy G and didn't obviously just trade for him. And he's had Matt Ryan in, in Atlanta. Okay, that, that's all great. But those are the guys that he – was sort of had to work with, right? Yeah, they traded for Jimmy G because they, they weren't going to trade for Deshaun Watson or Russell Wilson, right? Like, they just weren't available. So now you look at the draft, and you have Mac Jones, Trey Lance, and Justin Fields. To me, drafting the guy with, like, the least amount of upside, which is Mac Jones out of those three guys, doesn't feel like what you would do if you trade up and, and trade away multiple first-round draft picks. And I get the idea. And I, and I'm fully on board of trading – your, you know, trading draft picks for the guy that you love at that position. I just can't believe it's Matt Jones. Like, I just, I, I just, I, I, you know, it's a quarterback-friendly system. So people will say, well, Matt Jones will succeed. Well, then show to Justin Fields and Trey Lance. Like, if it's quarterback-friendly, then anyone should succeed. So wouldn't you take the guy with the higher upside? Wouldn't you take the guy with, 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 the, with the more mobility, with, you know, the, the guy who can, who can get your plays with his legs, which is now how the NFL is moving towards? I just... I can't buy that Mac Jones is the option here. Um, All right. And then my last question for you, and we'll give you an opportunity to amend it going forward. Who is the most sure thing in your mind in the draft? A guy that you're like, hey, for the next, you know, five years of his contract, you can plug and play him. He's going to be outstanding. He's going to be a stud at the next level. Who is uh, quarterbacks? We don't know, right? I mean, it's a it's a it's a total yeah. uh, total crapshoot as to who's going to be great and who's going to be bad. Who are the one or two guys to you that you're like this dude cannot miss in the NFL draft? Well, it has to be Kyle Pitts, right? I mean, you know, the I agree with you on Pitts. I think he's going to be a beast. The, the tight end is such an important position. There's not one offense in the NFL that's elite. That's not special at that position. And I'll go with Panay Sewell, the tackle from Oregon. Obviously, I'm a little biased there, but um, he is—he will start his first NFL game at 20 years old. That's incredible. The amount of upside in that body and only 20 men. He's got a kid's body still. 
Like he, he, it's unbelievable how much room for growth he has, and he'll be he'll be the, the first tackle taken. So, um, I, I think those two guys are canvas. But Pitts, man, he's such a he's such a matchup nightmare. There's nothing, you can't you you can't guard him. What are you gonna do? Yeah, I, I think Pitts is. I, I believe, and I said this on the show. I think already, but I think. Uh, one, two, three are going to be quarterbacks. We know two of those three. We'll wait and see what the 49ers are going to do. I think Kyle Pitts is going to be the fourth pick if the Falcons draft at four. I don't think they're going to yeah. take Justin Fields or Trey Lance or Mac Jones, whichever, you know, two of those three guys will still be available. I think it's possible somebody will want to trade up because they love whoever one of the quarterbacks still is on the board. And maybe the Falcons trade down at that point. They get good value. But I believe if they draft at four, I think they're going to take Kyle Pitts, the tight end out of Florida, for those of you out there who may not be as big a college football fans as uh, Jeff Schwartz and I are. I agree. And then they would roll with Matt Ryan, which if you think about Julio Jones, you think about Calvin Ridley, and then you pair him with Kyle Kyle Pitts. I mean, that's a pretty explosive offensive trio for uh, for Matt Ryan to be able to work with. It's it's, and I think Matt Ryan is still young enough where you don't have to get a quarterback now. Yeah, I think that's right, Um, and I think that's what the the decision that will be made. Uh, going forward uh, by uh, Arthur Smith if he drafts it forward. Jeff Schwartz, appreciate the time, my man. Knock it out going forward. We'll talk to you again next week. All right, take care, bud. Be sure to catch live editions of Outkick the Coverage with Clay Travis weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific. Danny G is quarantining all week. We're now up to Thursday. Those of you may be aware that he went to the uh, Rockies game against the Dodgers as a result, has to quarantine in his L.A. area home. Uh, let's go ahead. I believe he says that he is awake. We're going to continue to have wake-up checks on Danny G uh, all throughout uh, the week here. And uh, I believe that we are ready for an animal Thunderdome. Is that correct, Danny G? That is correct. Roberto, cue the music. Ladies and gentlemen. I'm just glad I was there. Boys and girls. I thought he thought I was like this ginormous piece of chicken. Dying times here. I have a bullet constrictor stuck to my face. And you have a what? This is Animal Thunderdome. All right, boys and girls, we haven't had an Animal Thunderdome in a while. It should be a good one. Some of you have been asking for it. Danny G, what you got for me? Got to start with this one. You've probably seen it. It's a giant lizard that's gone viral in the supermarket. It's amazing. Uh, I mean, I I was texting with Dub yesterday about this story. How can you call that thing a lizard? I thought it was an alligator. When I first saw it, I thought it was an alligator. And I was like, oh, my God, can alligators climb the wall like that? (laughs) And then when the thing finally got to the top, I was like, oh, that's a lizard. Is that a monitor? What kind of lizard is that? it's an Asian water monitor. Uh, you know, perfect timing, this story, with the Godzilla versus Kong out yes. in theaters and HBO Max. And this looked like a scene from something like that. It was rampaging through a 7-Eleven in Bangkok, Thailand. Uh, yeah, you're right. It was scaling this monster reptile. It was scaling a shelf of milk, knocking off cartons. And the onlookers in the video are, are gasping. And, you know, you can hear ladies screaming and... Uh, these things grow up to eight feet long. It's the world's second largest lizard after the Komodo dragon. The Komodo dragon is really deadly, too, by the way. Wasn't it Sharon Stone's husband who got attacked by the Komodo dragon back in the day? It, I feel like he was like the publisher you, for the San Francisco Examiner. 
Yeah, and a lot of people online were confusing this uh, this lizard with the Komodo. And this article from the New York Post says that despite their massive size, they don't really pose a huge threat to adult humans. Although an expert at the University of Michigan Museum of Zoology said that a dead infant was found partially eaten by monitors in southern Thailand in May 20. How does it get into the 7-Eleven? They say, yeah, at the end of the article, it says that they think it was because of the humid outdoor temperatures that it came inside. So it just wanted air conditioning? It just conditioning? walked right in the front doors. Oh, it yeah. just walked right in. I mean. It walked right in and went to that shelf and scaled up to the top of the shelf. So what did they do to right get there. rid of it? Just call like animal control in Thailand? It feels like Thailand has a lot of animals and regularly is appearing in the Animal Thunderdome. Doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, they are definitely. Yeah, they, they're definitely up there, probably with, what, Alaska and Australia. Australia uh, is are... always on the Animal Thunderdome. I just think they have so many deadly animals in Australia that that's a regular part of the equation as well. So a lot of people have seen that video. It went viral. What else you got for me? All right, uh, let's go to South Africa for the next Thunderdome. A teen was bitten by a puff adder snake. Oh, the I've heard of this puff adder, right? Like, yeah. I, 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 yeah. You, know, you know what happened, by the way? I was at an event uh, recently, and one of the moms said that her son got bitten by a snake, like playing in the creek here where I live in in the Nashville area. And I just was filled with so many different questions, like a 10-year-old kid. If that ever had happened to me, I don't know if I would have ever gone outside again. And she was like, yeah, he did pretty well. It wasn't a poisonous snake. Uh, but but the idea, like, I would, I don't know if I'd ever be able to sleep again if I got actually bitten by a snake like that. The details of this story are. I'm not going. It's not going to be good for me. Yeah. This this teenager was on a family hike in Drakensburg last Friday, and the night before they went on the hike, his dad says, his dad Sean says that they were having a family conversation about dangerous snakes that they might see on on the the hike. Yeah. So his son Jude pulled out a snake book, and his dad says we read up on the venomous snakes that that we might encounter. There were four species, with a puff adder being the worst. So they set off on this hike to look at, uh, at the mountains there, and Jude led the way on this four-mile hike. As they were running up the hill, he says he felt a sharp pain. He thought he stepped on a thorn, but he looks down, and he sees the puff adder in the middle of the trail. Oh. He immediately runs to his dad and asks his uncle to wrap a shirt around his knee and apply pressure. They, obviously, they, they know the snake is deadly. Uh, they were over three miles from the nearest road, but his brothers, Warren and Greg, took turns relaying Jude by piggyback, oh, wow. running flat out the entire distance and did not get tired. They got him all the way. How old the is the kid? Road. Uh, Do we know? He's 15, 15. Okay, so it's not like he did. I mean, he has a substantial <laughs> weight to him, right? It's not like it's a six-year-old. So they it's ran exactly. with him piggyback style for three miles to get him to the road. For just over three miles. Can you imagine that? I mean, obviously, I guess you're... Uh, your, Your adrenaline, adrenaline kicks in, over. probably, but still, yeah. I mean, that's pretty. I mean, trail running is difficult in general, much less with uh, with a kid on the back. Okay, so they get him to the road. Then what happens? Uh, then they were uh, uh, they were able to call for paramedics, and uh, they were uh, transported to meet an ambulance. Uh, they they gave him some uh, anti venom. Uh, he was he was fortunate to uh, to be able to live through this. Oh, good! As- You've given us so many awful kids die <laughs> stories that I wanted to know how this ended. Did it end uh, with the poor kid dying from the puff adder bite, or was he going to survive? 
they said he survived because of how his brothers were able to get him quickly to that main road. Wow, that's awesome. As a dad so with... something uh, his brothers can hold over his head for the rest of his there's life. There's no doubt. And as a dad with three <laughs> sons, uh, I would uh, like to think that my sons would be capable of such, uh, such performance. Right now, it would be kind of a disaster, I think. <laughs> All right. Now, I saw you a few days ago post... Uh, I think it was on your birthday. You posted the pic, the video of your cat. Yes, I have two. But we have two. We have two Bengal cats. Uh, my wife, yeah. uh, they're more popular in the household than I am. Um, I've said before that on the Travis family uh, power uh, rankings, number one is my wife. Number two is my youngest son. Number three is my middle son. Oldest son is four. Cat uh, one that is able to use the litter box is five. Cat that cannot use the litter box is six. And I'm seven. So I am. Uh, I, I might rank somewhat highly in uh, in sports talk radio classifications. I am very low in the Travis family household. So you can appreciate this story because the rest of your family, at least, would be really sad. At the beginning of the story, a Washington State woman says her 19-pound cat was missing for 28 days before being found in a place you will not uh, be able to guess. Caitlin Wurtenberger says that the house next door to her Union Gap home was vacant and under construction when her cat Piper, a 19-pound tuxedo cat, went missing from her house. So she put up flyers, she searched the area, but there was no sign of Piper. She says that 28 days later, after her new neighbors had moved into this refurbished home, one of them told her that they had been hearing meowing from inside the house for about a week. So they invited Wurtenberger to come in and search their house. She found the feline stuck in their fireplace. Oh my goodness! Yeah, <laughs> she's a big she's a big cat. I didn't think she could fit down a chimney. Wurtenberger told KEPR TV, "I didn't want to get my hopes up too much. It was always kind of in my head that possibly she wasn't going to come back, but I still had that feeling that she wasn't really gone yet." Wurtenberger took Piper to a vet who said the cat was dehydrated and had lost about 10 pounds during the time she was missing. They don't know for how many days exactly she was stuck in the chimney. You must be getting old, uh, soft in your old age because all of your Animal Thunderdome stories have been positive so far. They <laughs> there there hasn't been any deaths. Well, yeah, there I, hasn't it's... been any deaths. It's happy endings. It's almost uh, swim in the ocean season, so I'm sure there's some shark attacks that are coming back uh, in, in the near future. Uh, we need also, by the way, to encourage everybody, we haven't done five-star reviews in a while. Uh, there's been a lot of stories we've been chasing. Now by, maybe tomorrow we'll do some five-star reviews. Uh, if people want to go give a five-star review, uh, go to iTunes, download OutKick, search out my name, Clay Travis, give us a five-star review, and, uh, and we will uh, be ready to roll. Yeah, and if you see any great Animal Thunderdome stories, especially that end with death, uh, not child death, so I've gotten enough crap for that over the years. Yeah, but if it's an adult who died from an animal. Yeah. You can send it to <laughs> at Danny G Radio, uh, Animal Thunderdome, yes. officially now that we're getting closer to spring and summer again. We've had so many sports going on. We're kind of getting back to some form of a normal cycle, although the NBA is not really going to start, I don't think, to like May 22nd uh, in the playoffs. But we got time for Animal Thunderdome, five-star reviews, all that. Uh, make sure that you go give us a five-star review, and you can search out Danny G Radio at Danny G Radio and share the latest on the Animal Thunderdome. How's the quarantine going in general? Uh, not bad. Been watching a lot of baseball and cleaning and doing a lot of work emails and things like that. So I've been keeping myself busy. 
Good deal. Braves, by the way, finally got a win. They lost their first four. My 10-year-old was super happy. They won the doubleheader against the Nationals, so they surged back uh, to two and four with double wins there. Uh, Danny G, appreciate the time. This is Outkick the Coverage with Clay Travis. Hey, it's Jonas Knox, and you know O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, o o o o who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free, in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced a brake light fix or a quick service they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice you'll find the employees at o'reilly auto parts are knowledgeable helpful and best of all friendly and by the way i was just at o'reilly not that long ago within the last month and guess what needed some help with the alternator had some questions with the batteries they helped me right away and did it right there in the parking lot the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. All right, game off. we got to pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You already talked about that, but there's just so much good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock, and there's so much to get. Unique stickers you can trade with friends to complete albums for big prizes, cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with, hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their new unique mini-games like Digging for Treasure or a Robot Pachinko Machine. And there's always new timed events that help you win big like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go, so get off the bench and go download it now free on Google Play or the App Store. Game on! What's the secret to catching prize-worthy fish in exotic waters? Learning to fish like a local with Fishing Booker. Hey, Jonas Knox here with Fishing Booker. There's only one way to turn a fishing trip of no bites into the best catch of the day, and that's with the valuable knowledge of a local guide. With FishingBooker.com, you have the world's largest booking platform of local fishing guides right at your fingertips. Use Fishing Booker's easy-to-use online booking system and discover thousands of local fishing charters from around the world ready to share their tricks of the trade create your perfect fishing experience and search for charters by location species salt versus freshwater and more plus it's smooth sailing with fishing bookers simple online payment method you'll always fish with confidence when you start fishing like a local start your angling adventure now with fishing booker visit fishingbooker.com and book your trip today fishing booker fishing trips made easy 
Hey, it's Jonas Knox. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Continental Tires. Shipped fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. It doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com sports to see their Continental test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews. And be sure to check out all the current special offers. Great tires and a great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. We are joined now by a guy that I will be watching some this weekend as WrestleMania is inching closer and closer. He is Michael Mizanin, I believe is how you pronounce your last name. I don't even know exactly because I know you as The Miz. Uh, And so, first of all, thanks for getting up early with us. Second, how good of a show, how big of a show do you think it's going to be with WrestleMania back in front of fans, which should be pretty outstanding? One, you were very close. It is Mizanin. And two, I cannot wait for WrestleMania. Live audience, we have not felt the energy, the electricity of a live crowd in over a year. Granted, we've had virtual audience. The WWE has done a tremendous job with the Thunderdome, and everybody has given it rave reviews on our virtual fans. But to have real life feeling real life audience there is going to be second to none. I mean, that's what we feed off of as superstars. You know what? I've been a fan of yours for a long time since all the way back at the Real World and Road Rules Challenge, which I still am addicted to. I think it's such a fun show. Um, but I remember when you started, you know, sort of transitioning into being a professional wrestler and being known as the Miz on the show. Uh, did you really ever when did you start thinking hey I can have a career as a wrestler like at what age and did you really expect when you started to make that transition that it would ever go as well as it has I'm still in awe of the fact that I'm not only a WWE superstar but the only two-time Grand Slam champion in the history of WWE, meaning I have held the prestigious, most coveted title WWE Championship multiple times, the Intercontinental title multiple times, the United States Champion multiple times, as well as the Tag Team Championship multiple times. And if you want to throw something else in there, I've held the Money in the Bank contract multiple times. It's like, it's crazy to me. Never would I have expected being a kid growing up in Parma, Ohio, that I would amount to anything, let alone all the accolades and awards that I've been able to achieve. But, you know, it just goes to show hard work, dedication. Whenever someone tells you you can't do something, believing in yourself and saying that you actually can, not listening to all the Twitter feeds out there telling you how terrible you are, how negative it is out there. But uh, I've always tried to generate a positive attitude, and that's what I think has gotten me so far in my life. 
You know, it's interesting. I always talk on the show about uh, taking advantage of opportunities when they arise, particularly now, because we've got a lot of younger people who listen to the show. And it used to be, and you know, like you would get a job and you might work there for 30 or 40 years. The reality is now for a lot of people out there who are teenagers or in their 20s, you may only work three or four years at a variety of different jobs over the years. So you have been a guy who obviously was willing to grab opportunity in maybe non-traditional fashions. How did your career start? So you are a college kid, I think, and you decide to audition for the real world. Was it a total lark? Did you have any kind of idea that, hey, if I get a little bit of a profile, it could lead to a wrestling career? What was kind of your anticipation? Or were you just like a lot of people out there like, oh, this seems cool to try out? And then it led to that. Didn't even WWE didn't even cross my mind. Like I never thought I could ever be a WWE superstar. I mean, these guys were six, seven full of pure solid muscle. How am I going to be able to do that? So when I was at Miami, Miami university of Ohio, I was in my fraternity and I remember watching TV and real world was wildly popular. Yeah. I remember watching the real world, new Orleans yes. season nine. And they had a commercial that says, do you want to be on the real world? And I answered, yes, well try out. And I said, okay. So I tried out, went through a ton of, I guess you can call them auditions. Uh, first was like a, a kind of video that I made myself to show who I am. Then it was like a 50-page application. Then I had like this weird uh, – so back then we didn't have camera phones. We had these VHS camcorders. So I set a VHS camcorder in front of me and a speakerphone, and the person would interview me, and I would have to speak to the camera kind of like they do in the real world. And so I answered the questions, and after like six or seven interviews, I got cast on The Real World. I never thought I could ever do it. Never in my wildest dreams. No way. It was one of the most popular shows out there. 60,000 people try out. All my friends are telling me there's no way I'm going to make it. And somehow I did. After I made it onto that show, created the character called The Miz, it, 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 it would have been one of those things like, it would have went viral if viral was a thing back then. Like there was no MySpace, no Twitter, and no Instagram, no social media. So you know, you watch TV, and Real World was the most popular show on cable. And I created that character, and after that, I said, you know what? Even though I'm not six seven, full of pure solid muscle, I'm still going to determine to become a WWE superstar. We're talking to the Miz. What's it like to go? from a regular guy who's in a fraternity at college to suddenly going on a television show that, as you mentioned, is so wildly popular in a pre-social media age that when you leave that show, I would imagine almost everybody between like the ages of at the time, 14 to like 30 years old, basically in the entire United States, recognizes you in some way. And this is not a situation where like you worked your way up, you know, like you were a bit uh, part of an actor in like a small movie. Like it's almost an overnight thing, isn't it? What was it like for you to have that level of fame that quickly for basically being yourself on some level? It was crazy. I mean, we got invited to do uh, New Year's at mtv and help host the show i was like oh my god like it was surreal like everywhere we went and, and i remember there was only like two episodes of that season with the miz in it but yeah. once the miz came about i was no longer mike ever yeah. it was always anytime i walked down the street the miz the miz yeah. the miz <laughs> And it was it was crazy. I didn't even know how to how to how to deal with it because no one tells you how to deal with instant fame. 
like where everyone knows you. And granted, I'm an only child. I love attention. Yep. But there's moments where you're like, can I have a moment with my, like, sometimes you be on a date. It looks cool and everything, but once a line starts, it's kind of like, okay, sorry, uh, my bad, you know, but you don't want to be rude to the people that are fans. You know, it's funny. I met CT once who was on all those real world road rules challenges. And I was like, hey, yeah, who comes up to you the most? And he was like, bro. Women 18 to 34, which is the funniest answer ever. Uh, but, uh, but I thought it was interesting. How does the fame of reality television compare to the fame of wrestling and the fans who react to you? Uh, because you've had a little bit of a different perspective on that fame coming from MTV and now being a WWE superstar. Are the fan base reactions different based now than they might have been back when you were a young guy? Younger guy. Oh, when I was in my tw- like, so when yeah. I first got to WWE, I could tell if a person was a WWE fan or right. a person was a real world fan. One, a WWE fan is always wearing WWE merch. Like yes. they're wearing, wearing the merch of their favorite superstar. They are dedicated. They love everything and anything WWE. You know, so you kind of had a feeling and a grasp of where. So now I don't really get. I mean, I don't get recognized for real world anymore because it was yeah. twenty years ago. Right. Sometimes you're in an air, but a lot of people are like, oh, WWE, oh, Ms. and Mrs., I love your reality show on USA. So, it's, you know, you get, I get, I've been on so many things now that, you know, I think I'm just kind of widely recognizable, and you don't even, sometimes you don't even know from what you've just seen something that I was on. How does it feel to have not only fame for yourself but for your family and be on television in a way where people feel like they know you? Uh, There's obviously been positives and negatives associated with reality television as it pertains to family-style relationships. What's it like for you? I always looked at it like when I I said I was going to do Ms. and Mrs., I wanted to give people a real feel of what it is like to live in our shoes, my wife's and myself's shoes. You know, we're WWE superstars. We're on the road all the time. We want to give you an inside look. But we didn't want it to be another reality show where it's all about drama and sadness. We wanted to cheer people up. We wanted to make people laugh. Because honestly, in our real day-to-day life, that's what we do. We laugh a lot. So this show is a family-friendly show that literally, if you could sit down and unwind, especially with all the drama that's going on in the world, and just sit down with your family and laugh at all the stupidity that happens in my family. And it's cool to see, you know, my dad and my mom and, you know, Marjo, my mother-in-law, get a little fame. It's kind of, it's fun to see, you know, my dad get recognized, you know, whether it's because he was in the ring at one of the WrestleManias or it's because of Ms. and Mrs. My dad thinks he's the biggest star in the world, and it's, it's kind of fun, you know? How does it feel to walk out into the ring to get ready to fight at an event like WrestleMania? What can you compare it to for an average person that is out there listening right now for you as you enter onto that pathway to walk down to the ring? You know, I wish I could compare it to something, but there is nothing quite like it. If you sit there in the audience and you feel the electricity, you get a taste of what it's like to be a WWE superstar because you're part of the show. And, you know, there is nothing quite like WrestleMania. Like, as much as people are like, oh, Super Bowl, World Series, it's not like it at all. Like, our fans are interactive. Our fans are part of the show. 
I mean, they boo who they hate. They cheer who they love. And hopefully, you know, this Saturday when I take on Bad Bunny and Damian Priest, myself and John Morrison, uh, you know, hopefully they'll be cheering me. But who knows? Because Bad Bunny is arguably one of the biggest recording artists out there right now. The guys won a Grammy this year. Uh, I saw him at the Super Bowl with J-Lo and Shakira. He has a huge popularity. But the problem is his fans that he's bringing in the WWE are going to get a rude awakening uh, when I talk him in the mouth. He's not going to be able to sing for a year. I think there's two kinds of athletes. The kind of athlete that wants to bathe in the adulation of a home crowd when they make a shot or score a touchdown to win. And the kind of athlete that loves complete silence when they shock or stun or upset an arena or a stadium. Which in your ideal world is better? The jaw agape silence or the raucous celebration of talent? Which would you prefer? Uh, I enjoy the celebration, but I want everyone to celebrate with me. You know, yeah. when I beat Bad Bunny, you know, this Saturday at WrestleMania, I want that entire crowd just to be jumping up and down, high-fiving, taking pictures of themselves, uh, celebrating. And I hope to hope that they take a moment that lasts a lifetime because that's, as WWE Superstar, our job. Our job, you know, at WrestleMania is to create moments that, you know, families can take away with them and remember for the rest of their lives where they were when that moment happened. Has an athlete that you maybe grew up a fan of or even a wrestler that you grew up a fan of come to you and been like, dude, I love what you do. I'm a big fan. And and has that happened to you where you're like, man, I can't believe insert name here is a fan of mine. That's crazy. I'm sure it's happened to you at some point. Had it, had it happen um, last week. Uh, I'm walking down the hall and the immortal Hulk Hogan oh, yeah. is, is, is there for the NWO induction at the WWE Hall of Fame, which everyone can see on Peacock. Um, you know, and I, I, he comes up to me and goes, man, I am a fan of everything you're doing. And I go, wow, th- thank you. So I, I'm, in, I'm in awe. You know, I mean, Hulk Hogan, the reason why I took my vitamins when I was a kid is because he told me to, yeah. you know? You know, say my prayers. I tell you my prayers because Hulk Hogan told me to. And then here's this guy saying, I'm a huge fan of everything you're doing, whether it's in the ring or Ms. and Mrs. You are just, you know, you, you, you do it with a smile. You're a hard worker. And I, I was just in awe. And it, it, it touches my heart every time I think about it because it's like, it's the mortal Hulk Hogan, you know? I've got kids. I know you do too. Talking to them, last question for you, social media. You mentioned kind of earlier in the interview that you can get sucked into a lot of negativity. If you read mentions, if you read comments, we got a lot of kids who listen going to school. They're in the car with their parents starting off the day. What would you tell them uh, as a guy who is obviously in the public eye and is an entertainer about the value or non-value of allowing people to influence the way you feel on social media? difference on the person and I guess you have to gauge on who you're talking to and if it's kids you know the reason why I love being a bad guy in WWE is because I encourage people to say negative things to me if you want to because because I feel if they're saying negative negative things to me and how they can't stand me that's my character on TV I'd rather them say negative things to me than to say negative things to their friend to their their the person that they don't like in their school like I'd rather tear these kids that are negative attention away from you know school and 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 
and take it away from those kids that, that might not be able to take the, the criticism or the harsh words because I use harsh words and negativity and I look at it and I go, okay, I'm going to fuel, let that fuel my fire and I'm going to prove them wrong because maybe if I prove them wrong, the reason why usually people are negative is because they can't see themselves doing it. So how could anyone else do it? And if I do what they say I can't do, then maybe they'll believe, hey, if he did it, maybe I can do it. And maybe, just maybe, that'll bring a little bit more positivity in the world. Good stuff, my man, The Miz, against Bad Bunny Saturday night, WrestleMania in Tampa. I'll be there on Sunday. I can't wait to watch. Appreciate the time, Yeah, definitely watch it. It's on Peacock, baby. On Peacock in the United States. So you're definitely going to want to watch it. And Miz and Misses the next day, April 12th, Monday, right after Monday Night Raw, uh, 11 p.m. You're not going to want to miss all new episodes of Miz and Misses. If you want something to laugh out with your entire family, definitely check it out. Appreciate it, my man. Thanks for coming on with us. Thank Enjoy you the so weekend. much. I really appreciate the interview. That's The Miz. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Auto Parts. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Rev up your thrills this summer at Cedar Point on the all-new Top Thrill 2. Drive the sky on the world's tallest and fastest triple-launch vertical speedway. And now, for a limited time, get more Cedar Point fun for less with our limited-time bundle for just $49.99. Get admission, parking, and all-day drinks for one low price. But you better hurry, because this bundle won't last long. Save now at cedarpoint.com. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA.